Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here. Thank you for staying with us into our guest segment. And uh, we have a terrific guest for me, someone if you've been following us for a while that you've heard many times, Vance Davis, formerly of the NSA and the U.S. Army. And we're going to be talking about the present crisis situation. And um, we'll be obviously distributing this to our podcast and radio network outlets and our, from our home station at KYAH. This will not be going on YouTube because they don't allow anything that doesn't come from the CDC. And even when you quote them, sometimes they demonetize you. So uh, YouTube, you lose out. I'm sorry. We'll post it on our website as well. Hey, we're brought to you by some people that are keeping the lights on. And right now, that's kind of important. Uh, first of all, we're brought to you by Noble Gold. They just completed an asset redistribution for me. And I recommend that with the cash, uh, yeah, you know what's going on with the economy, right? Well, but the only place you're going to be safe right now is in precious metals and they I redistributed my wealth a lot across precious metals investments and I recommend you do the same thing check into it tomorrow before it's too late these banks are really unstable the market's ready to tank it's lost a third since this outbreak of the coronavirus and I am thrilled with Noble Gold give them a call 877-646-5347 that's 877-646-5347 and we're also brought to you by preparewithdave.com. Yes, there is a waiting time now for the food. And it varies on where you order from. It can be two weeks, it can be six weeks, it can be ten weeks. And it just depends where you're at. But here's the deal. This crisis ain't going away next week, next month, or the summer. This will be with us into the fall. And this is what all the conventional wisdom is saying. And if you don't have food to last you to the end of the year, you need to place the order now. They haven't raised their prices. In fact, the pre-sale prices from that sale that we did two months ago, they're still in effect. That's right, nearly, was it, almost 40% off for the four-week and two-week packages. And they're meeting orders. The problem is with the delivery companies. So they've double-stocked their factory. They've opened a new facility. They're meeting demands unlike any other storable food company. However, however, there will be a delay. So right now you buy ramen noodles. You stock up on what you can get, but you need to order for the future down the road here in a couple of months. Why? Because this ain't going away, folks. This is not going away. Go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. And that's who brings us this segment with Vance Davis. Um, I'm going to say this as a program note here. Uh, and I called somebody out on podcast, called a couple people out. If you go to alternative media websites, and I'm going to say this is a first for me. I've been doing this work, uh, writing articles, doing radio interviews, uh, YouTube videos. Um, I've been doing this work since 2003. Okay, that's 17 years. I've been radio broadcasting now for 13 years. I've never called out anyone in the independent media, and I did it today. And I'll tell you why I did it today. Because these imbeciles are saying the coronavirus is a government hoax. It's not real. Look, I don't know what the death rate is. Okay, the numbers vary. I don't know what the transmission rate is. The numbers vary. What I do know is I've talked to people on the front lines. I've talked to people who are risking their lives to treat people. I talked to Paul Martin's daughter, who's a senior nurse in Tulsa, and young people are dying from the coronavirus and they're coming in and dying of organ failure. Okay, listen, these are people who I know personally. I don't need some jackass to get behind a microphone or write on the Gateway Pundit that this is not real, no one's sick, and it's all made up. 
I, I do not need that because then what happens is people listen to this nonsense. They go out in public and they start infecting people. That endangers me. Okay, I'm over 60. I now have seasonal asthma associated with allergies. That puts me in two high-risk groups. These people are a direct threat to my health. And when they put out this deliberate disinformation for God knows whatever reason, they need to be called out. And maybe this is a minor problem. I don't know. What I do know is that the self-quarantine social distance is reasonable. It's not permanent. We can't allow the government to usurp our constitutional liberties. And I will fight them for that if they try to make this permanent. But right now, what I see are reasonable containment policies. In fact, some people argue it doesn't go far enough. Why shut the northern border down when you don't shut the southern border down? Doesn't make any damn sense to me. A thousand Chinese have been caught crossing the border since January, and that's according to DHS and the Border Patrol. You think they swam here from China? No, it's called biowarfare. So for anyone to go on their site and say this is not real is irresponsible and they should be avoided, pun intended, like the plague. Well, Vance Davis uh, is a brave man who served his country. He called out the powers that be when he saw them working against the interest of the government, the people, and the welfare of our entire country. And for that, he paid a heavy price. Uh, he formerly was on the lecture circuit. And now, fortunately, I'm able to coax him out of semi-retirement to come on this show and share his observations about what's going on. Vance, you heard me say I called some people out. You've never heard me say that, have you? No, we discussed them several times, but <clears throat> it's not a practice I do either to call people out. Uh, that's a proper form to do so in this case because I have a uh, adopted daughter that has the coronavirus that's now stuck in San Francisco. I have a couple oh uh, family from my son's wife's who are stuck in Mexico, and they may not be able to get back if they do what they're going to do here in the following few days. Um there's other people I know. My daughter herself is a high candidate uh, against uh, against this coronavirus because she has CF. Her lungs are already compromised. Um, so, and I'm fighting allergies. So I get the death stares when I cough or when I'm having my allergy symptoms. That's not fun to get the death there. It's very real. Um, how people are using it or abusing it uh, is a different story. Um, but it's not fake. This is very, very real, and it's interesting now the news come out. If you're an A uh, type blood, type blood A, you're more susceptible to it than type O, and I'm an O negative. Uh, we may get it, but we don't get it as bad as a type A. And, of course, we know the kids. But what's scary now, Dave, is that kids or adults in their 20s and 30s are getting it and starting to die from it. Thank you. So uh, that's not fun because that means the virus may have adjusted itself, and that's not good. And that means, to me, it's a bioweapon. Um, I still believe that it's something that got out and shouldn't have, because I found some information out that this was out approximately three to five months prior to China, or that doctor admitting and, and leaking it out that it was out. So they've been, if you look at China, they've been dealing it with almost a year, uh, it recently came out that we'll probably be dealing with this for 18 months. Yeah, that's not, what I, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, excuse me. I'm sorry, Vance. Uh, I saw that in Event 201 sponsored by Bill Gates, where they projected 18-month uh, course with 65 million global deaths. And and, and that means it's, it's fast-acting, but slow-moving. Slow 
Um, <clears throat> for all, everyone that has been, and this is from a direct source in hospitals, hospitals are maxed out right now, um, and that's not good because they're also dealing with other people. I know a fact that a hospital in Wichita is making every floor uh, a reverse flow air so that they can deal with people, and that's in Wichita, Kansas. I know they're starting to do that in Baton Rouge as well, uh, and that's what, what they call negative airflow. Um, so they're getting ready for something worse than what's here. It's not here yet. We're at the beginning, very beginning of this. I know for a fact that for every person that has been tested positive, there are at least 10 to 15 other people that have it that have not been tested or not known. Mm-hmm. My secondary daughter then San Francisco, they chose not to test her because she had it. She was already sick. So there's no reason to test her. So, you know, they she was quarantined. Now all of San Francisco in that area is quarantined right now. So, yeah, it's it's just how it's going to be used in the future and, and things, and that's what the fight is, and I think that's what you and I were wanting to discuss, correct? That's exactly right. And um, um, you, you mentioned San Francisco. Yeah, enter at six counties, seven million quarantined. Do you remember we used to count the number of quarantined in China? Hey, it's 10 million. No, now it's 25 million. No, it's 50 million. We're starting to do the same thing here, Vance. Yes, and I believe, and it's my belief from the information I have and what my mind and my body and and my spirit says and and my prayers, that we'll be well above that when all is said is done because China's not reporting everybody they put on quarantine. And they have other parts of the country that they're not reporting about as well. So it's not over over there. Now, they did say that recently, that, no, you guys may think it's gone. It's not gone here in China. They came out and said that. Uh, otherwise, why are they kicking American uh, American reporters out? So there's things going on that it just – and I, I hate to say it. Our government was slow. I don't blame all that on Trump or the staff. I blame that on things that have happened over the past – 30 years, uh, including things that should have been fixed after Karina. So, you know, uh, it's just, we don't learn from our past like we should, Dave. We really don't. Um, And I hate to say it, that's a fallacy of, unfortunately, that's a fallacy of a true democracy, which we are. We tend to react to things instead of prepare for things. Well, and I maintain too, Mike Adams said this as well, if the CDC was more interested in dealing with real health issues instead of the social justice issues like gun control, they might have been ready for this when it came. Yes, and the FDA, instead of worried about money and focusing on getting things in place to deal with things in the future, same thing said. Uh, we have agencies that are more focused on making sure they get their money from corporations and refunds and, and other stuff that instead of worrying about the public safety. Um, I agree with him and I agree with you that that kind of went bad on that one and we're paying the price for that. Uh, I think, in fact, I, I think I've passed to you the history. We have never had anything like this in the history of the United States, even in 1918. Uh, this is the first time we've ever experienced this. And some people are panicked, they're scared, and they don't know which way to turn. Uh, there are a lot of people that still think this is fake and not happening, and it's all a, all a conspiracy. And unfortunately, that's not true, although there are individuals 
within the government and outside the government that are going to utilize and take advantage of this situation to their benefit. And that's a fact. I know. That is a fact. Hey, let me read to you something wrote wrote to me today. I came out and I said, avoid like the plague these uh, virus deniers. And this guy said, things are not that bad. You're being an alarmist. Uh, And then they go on with the usual degeneration. First of all, I smell a troll. But even if that's not true, this is like the guy I saw on Fox News at the beach yesterday, 40 years old with his kids. And he's out there on a crowded beach. And they said, aren't you worried about getting it? Oh, no, I'm going to get it anyway. Well, what about my right not to catch it from you, said the reporter. Well, you're going to get it anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's that kind of depraved indifference that I see right here in this person called uh, joking ha-ha and, and left a comment. Vance, these people are dangerous. They are, and, and there are people, and I know for a fact that they've captured two of them or got them in uh, things. Like here, I don't know if you heard the story of what happened here in Baton Rouge about the church. No. Uh, that they had open church, and they brought they had over 150 people in the church. And afterwards, the uh, National Guard showed up and said, if you do this again, we will, and, and if we'll be here every night until you stop. Um, so that did happen. That's a fact. National Guard was show, was did show up as a police force at this church to stop, okay? There are Christians out there that believe they're going to be that Jesus will heal them no matter what, and they're going to keep doing what they're doing. They don't realize that we have free choice. It's true. We do. He can go to the beach if he wants to. But if he starts to show up around my daughter or family members like my parents that are older and have my mom had a kidney uh, replacement that are affected, they're, they're going to get my ire at that point, Dave, because I'm not going to play that game. And they're going to get me. They're going to push me to a point. And I'm being very serious at this point. You know, you and I have fun, but I'm not taking this as a joking matter because of where this can go. Um, They're going to have a price to pay in the long run because there may come a time when these people are going to have a gun to their face and not by me or you, by someone else telling them you need to move and you need to get in your house now and you will not leave because it will be pushed to that point as it grows. We had deaths today just the United States almost doubled, okay? Uh, Italy doubled today, their deaths. Um, And the thing is, these people last seven to 10 days before they pass away. So it's a very virulent, very long attacking form of virus. And if it's attacking certain people at certain rates, as we discussed, then it's been very poignant in what it's doing. Who created it, it doesn't matter at this point, and I don't care at this point. It's here, and it's going to do. And it's not going to be the last, Dave, because we have Antarctica thawing out. What has been in that ice for years that we don't know about? This is not the last virus or last event that's going to happen in this world. Vance, do you remember, it was, I don't know, several years ago, like six, seven, eight years ago, that scientists were digging up and exhuming the bodies of people that died from the Spanish flu and analyzing it, and I said, you're begging for a problem. Do you remember that? Yes. Why in the world would they ever do something like that? Their purpose, and, and, and I read several of it, and they were trying to be careful, but you know what? We're humans. We, we make mistakes. They were trying to get the original strain of the 
Spanish flu so they could track where, where its history, where it actually came from. Because that flu spread from soldiers, and it spread fast. They, people don't realize how fast it spread worldwide. And we don't even have – the world wasn't even close to what we have today in the way of how we interact worldwide. Not even close. We are hundred, two, a thousand times busier and move around a thousand times more than they did in 1918. That's what's really scary about this whole thing is what it can grow into. And not just, you know, they're saying, oh, we're going to have a peak. You know what? They're, they're putting their best foot forward on TV. They really are, really trying to. And I don't care how many times they say Trump lied or did this or did that. I think now he's up to speed that, hey, this is a serious problem because you got to remember, most politicians, what's their first concern, Dave? Staying in power and retaining power. Correct. And that's Trump's the same way. Why wouldn't he be? But this is slowly starting to erode that aspect because they know if there's no people to vote and everybody's starving, guess what? Your power's gone. You're not going to get anywhere. And it's starting to affect the rich and wealthy and and the super wealthy now, too. So, you know, it's... And the economy, we haven't even touched on the economy, what this is doing to the United States economy that they're not talking about. Because okay, let's, let's go there. Let, let's talk market. about it. Yeah, I, I get where okay. it's going, but let's go ahead. Let's explore it. Okay. The stock it, market is falsified large. It's, there's, it's paper. It's all belief in paper. Correct? Yes. You and I talked about that. Yep, that's right. Okay. Okay. Now, there was going to be an adjustment. You and I talked about over the past three or four years, there's going to be adjustment somewhere. But this adjustment is huge. We People don't realize we have dropped further and have crashed further than the original crash of 1929. Okay? The stock market has never done this before, this, this bad. Now, what's that affecting? By the quarantine and by everything else, the economy, we have people. Right now, they think there's close to 7 million restaurant workers that have been laid off or not working right now. 7 million. Okay? They don't even know how many because they don't keep that kind of records because some of those people work two or three jobs. Now think about restaurants. Otherwise, yeah, there's businesses that are being ramped up economy wise, like delivery services. Uh, some now they Amazon has stopped some of the delivery services on certain, except for important things to be mailed out like medicine, like my daughter gets and stuff. Um, economy wise, the airlines now in Wichita are laying furloughing people. Uh, today, all the uh, car companies, the producers, are laying off people. You read that, correct? Yes. Okay. How many million people are did that affect? Because they say, oh, that just affects the people that make cars. No. How many companies are directly tied to them to make parts for those cars? We're talking close. And if you follow any news, we're talking close to 40 million people worldwide that can affect by them shutting down. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of money that's not going to flow into the stores or purchase new cars or purchase refrigerators or even to the point of purchasing food. So economic-wise, this is a disaster. And then you have the health disaster on top of it because the hospitals don't have the money to purchase a lot of this stuff. Dave, do people realize that? Did you realize that? Yeah, I do. Okay, ventilators are not cheap. And that's why today the president, and I don't disagree with him, using the 1950s rule, the war law, to make uh, manufacturers start producing 
things for the hospitals and stuff. It's called a war, war act. You you know that, right? Yeah. Well, I, I think did they not call it the um, uh, the defense uh, reallocation? Defense, right. Yeah. Yes. It's still a war act. It is. It is. It's like peacetime conversion of factories to wartime production. Correct. And that's mass. That's and that's the N95 mask. That's not regular mask. That's ventilators. That's uh, medicines like uh, uh, for uh, diabetes or other things like that that are getting. I mean, they're getting sold out of those things. People don't realize they are short on antibiotics. Did you know that? Yes. Well, it's coming out of China. That's why we're not getting it. Right. And so in this sense, right now with what's going on here, the world market actually hurts us because we have gotten rid of our own production status of things. So that is an economic boost as well, or boost or boon as well, but also a negative. Because now, how, where's people going to, someone that needs diabetes and they used to get help, now it's going to cost them a lot of money. Yet the government has to pay for it. That trillion dollars the government wants to put out, we got to pay that back somehow. That's going to, I had, who was it? It's a guy, I forget his name now. He does all the economic stuff. He says it's going to take us 25 years to recover from this when we start. And we've been, and we're into what now? 60 days of this? And he's saying it's going to take us 25 years to recover from that. But we got another three, four months before we even hit the high end of this. Wow. I haven't heard the 25-year figure, I believe, years. I do. Yeah. I do believe years. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. That's, that's... And I didn't realize this. Do you know we're the only country that has uh, hospital ships? I yes. didn't know that. We released two of them today. Yeah, and there's a third one getting ready. That was in, not in mothballs, but... And I even heard a friend of mine that's in Washington, D.C., the military has put it to the president. The president's decided to do it. To de-mothball all the ships that are from World War II in port, okay, like the kid here in Baton Rouge or the United States, a, a cruise ship that's in Baltimore, to turn them all into hospitals. They're museums right now. But they're functional ships. People don't realize that. And to get them converted to hospitals or to to use for a quarantine. Does that tell you? In other words, they're kind of giving you hints, Dave, of what's getting ready to come, but they're not stating it outright. Mm-hmm. Okay? And even Fox News is on board now after screwing up early on. They're even saying, okay, they're giving us hints of how bad this can get. They're trying to be nice about it, Dave. They really are. Because if we, man, it's just, there's too many people still running around. I, we were out today, we went to pick up my daughter's medicine. There are still a lot of cars on the road and people going to places. I know. And it's not going to change. People, we're used to our freedom and it's not going to change. It's really not. In fact, I told my wife, we had a discussion last night, and I'll tell you. Economically, how many restaurants, how long can these, we're going to lose probably 70% of our small restaurants. They're, they're just not going to be able to recover. They're going to be gone. They're going to be broke. But 
you have to ask yourself, how long can some of these people say, okay, the government says to shut down, I'm going to shut down. How long is that going to last, Dave? You have to ask the question, how long can these people do that before they start defying that order? It's just a question. Or they, turn to, question, or they turn to crime. Yeah. People are going to pay their bills. They're going to meet their basic needs no matter what. So when are they going to start closing the banks or have special banking hours like they did during the Depression? Like the banks are only going to be open from 8 to 1 o'clock. Uh, the bank runs have already and started. You take, and you can only take out so much money. They're already doing that in some areas. In some areas, yes. So what's coming next is there are those, and I'm told this very, very directly from sources within on both sides of the on both sides of the fence, and we're talking Democrat and Republican. There are those in the White House and outside the White House that want to push a martial law agenda. It's coming. In fact, let me give you something uh, that's the beginning of it. Now they're fighting it. They're yeah, fighting they're, it though, Dave. No, they're not. They're incrementally. They're, I think they're incrementally putting it in. They are, because they don't think people can take the load. Well, I'm saying there's some people trying to fight it, trying to say this is not the way to go. But there's there's too much going on that I don't think there there's not enough to push back. It's going to happen. I agree with you. And what that means is where does that go? When when do they suspend the when do they suspend the Constitution or the Congress? When did they stop? The judicial is already shut down. People don't realize that. Explain that. The judicial board. The Supreme Court is not doing any more cases for a while. That means anything below them are not going to do any cases either. We're talking the district, night district, stuff like that. They put those, those are postponed. Okay. So you have to, and we talked last time we talked about a national police force, correct? That's right. How many governors have asked for the National Guard to come in and help police their states? It's already happening. They're uh, here in Arizona. They're dispatching them to grocery centers because people are being attacked going to their cars all of Venezuela. They're being shot. Yes. From toilet paper. Come on, guys. Come on, people. Wake up. And, and they used to here in Baton Rouge on a church, the National Guard. I, I heard that they're going to they're going to put a person a police czar in charge to put orders down to local militia or local police and local militia. So mm. that's they have to get things in place to do that. Would you agree? I agree totally. Okay. That's why it has not happened yet because the orders aren't cut and they're not there yet, and that's what's slowing everything up. And if if you want to call it on a true a true pandemic a thing that's going to happen it's not the worst yet they're testing things out like what i and i told you about this that we talked about how you can control a city in a time when the earthquake or something like that was going to happen or something else remember you and i talking about that we talked that back on the radio show too they are now testing those stages i did that in 1985 to 87 dave and and for the military and nsa we did those studies you control the food, you control the water, you control the trucking, you control the travel to control that city, and you have to have a national police force or a military or national guard force within that city. Not necessarily to control movement, 
but to control what actually happens in places. Okay? So basically they have shut down churches right now for all intents and purposes. They have shut down schools. And they're getting and they have shut down restaurants. What's next? Governments are starting to shut down now, right? State offices are starting to shut down. So what's that do to your services? Well, okay. I, 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 this is this is what I heard today from an insider federal law enforcement source that the ATF have said they're no longer going to process gun registration requests. That's effectively shutting down the sale of guns. It's not going to shut down, but it definitely slows it down. There's people you can buy guns anywhere, but I agree. Yeah, yeah, you're talking off the off the books, but you walk into your gun store. But- in a lot of places now where they have gun registration laws in those states, that ain't going to happen. No. No, you're right. It, it's it, because the FLA is going to—it's basically shut down for all intents and purposes. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And that, and and so in this sense, let's let's think worst case scenario. So now. You know what? Does, you know you know what it is. Let's see if your audience knows. Does, it, do, does your audience know what a welfare check is? <laughs> well, I don't think very many of them, but I imagine a few do. Okay, so a welfare check is if someone reports you that you're abusing your child, the state agency come in, do a welfare check on you, check your house, check how you're raising your kid, all that stuff. That's called a welfare check. Or some reports that. The cops get a welfare check because someone hasn't been to their door to check their, hasn't got their food elderly. So they go to a welfare check. Does that sound familiar? Yeah. Okay. Now, during a pandemic and during a quarantine time, does that give them the right to do a welfare check on your home? That you are where you're supposed to be. Or on you. But, we, you we think you're positive. Come with us to the camp. Correct. Okay. But let's say they do a welfare check. You have to let them in the home. What can they do once they're in their home? Oh, look. What's this? Marijuana over here on the desk? Oh, what's this? Cocaine over here? Oh, you have guns? Oh, let's see your registrations for the guns. Once they're in your home, and I have this from a very, very good source in the police and also in the military, they have the right to charge you. Did you know that? Charge you with what? Because if uh, possession, charge you for having illegal weapons, because if your gun and you don't have your registration or something other, or they decide you have too many guns, there are certain things they can act at that point. Does that, that you follow what I'm saying? Yeah, of course. Okay. Because under this pandemic or under these charges and underneath national emergency, their goal is to protect what? The public. Against you against the public and public against you. Now, does that mean everybody's going to do that? No. But it's just I'm saying the worst case scenario is that they'll come knocking on your door, say, Dave, we want to check and see what you have, make sure you're okay. You're supposed to be under quarantine. And I'm, yes, I'm, I'm not letting anybody in. Vance, we'll have the fight right there at the door because no one's getting I, in my a house. A lot of people will. 
Yeah, a lot of people will. And then you got and you brought up something else, the camps, because even though Roosevelt, Roosevelt tried to stop martial law issues, there was enough laws in place that they interned the Japanese and took their homes, correct? Yes, illegally. Okay, yes. But does that mean they could stop them now from doing the same thing? No. Because some, some Japanese Americans fought back, some didn't. But if you have a pandemic or a whole, let's say a whole town that is quarantined and they're having a problem, people are still going out, what makes them? What what would stop them from creating a tent camp? And they're already building tent camps all over the place to take that whole town into a tent camp. I'm just I'm just making comments of what how bad it could get and where it can go. And it's it's scary to think of what and you got to remember we're in this for what less than sixty days. And we're talking another three or four months before it gets really bad from what I'm getting from my sources, that they're preparing for the worst. And that means we don't have enough hospitals, enough beds, enough ICU beds. And people don't realize they're being told or the government's telling under sources to lock down the care homes. Did you know that? Yeah, I did know that. Yes. Okay. To lock them down. Family can't even go in to see them. Hospitals are already doing that, starting to do that next. Okay? That, that is – in the United States, have you ever heard of that, Dave, not in your my, lifetime? Not, no, not my lifetime, no. Me either. That's scary to think about. Does, is it needed? Yes. Because I wouldn't want someone with coronavirus working with someone, I, a family member in a, in, a, in a care home and get in touch with them and do that. You know, so yeah, and, and they can't. And the thing is, they can't tell you. Testing is not going to tell you how many people are already infected. That's well, they're, they're that's all they're, yeah. They're doing this jackass thing that uh, we're not going to test people that are asymptomatic. Well, wait a minute, you can still spread it when you're asymptomatic, and you can be asymptomatic for 14 to 28 days. Yes, yeah, and I think that's why they're throwing out the 18 months in certain circles now. No, well, that's what Event because 201 people, showed. Yeah. You know, let, let me jump to why I think this is a planned event, okay? Um, yeah. Even if I wasn't suspicious about the rapid mutations, the abnormal mutations, and all the things that virologists have told me, timing is a problem. Here you have the coronavirus study that comes out two months before the announced outbreak in China. Okay, the Event 201. 18 months, 65 million dead. And then on top of that, the World Economic Forum that sponsors like G20, climate change conferences, they have the web, I went to their website two days ago, and they had detailed articles, detailed 10 years from now, 20 years from now. This is the effect of the coronavirus on jobs, education, the economy, a permanent leisure class. Wait a minute. How do you know this in just a few months and we don't even know the full scope of the coronavirus? How do you know this unless this wasn't planned for, for some ulterior motive purpose? And, and, and that's true because it, 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 the coronavirus is very real, but there's already things in place, I agree with you, that were already planned for. And how many people, okay, how many senators and representatives do you think already knew this was going to happen? Just in the United States. 
Handful? Uh, 30, 40. Okay. A handful. Okay. And what do you think they're doing? Mitchell, I think, I think Mitchell knew. I think Pelosi knew. I'm honest. I'm being honest with you. Well, I think Pelosi's part of it. Well, I think I think all of them are part of it because they were going to stop it, but they're going to do what their best is to protect their interests. And they've been, and all of them have been hoarding money. I'm sorry, they have, Dave. Mm-hmm. I got a very, very good word that they've been hoarding millions and millions of dollars of their campaign funds and putting it under. They're taking it out of their campaign funds and putting it other places, and not in the stock market. They're putting it other places. Now, why would you do that? Because you knew things. And honestly, let's, let's be honest here. And I don't want to scare people, but I guess I'm going to. How are you going to help 280 million people in this country that work for minimum wage jobs or month-to-month jobs? Well, I'll tell you one thing that's floated out there, and I just did a podcast on this. Universal basic income. Pay people to stay home, a permanent leisure class. But that also, under the wrong people, invites depopulation. It invites in depopulation and also creates a slavery class, does it not? Yeah, that's what I'm getting to. And those who get to survive will live like serfs for the Middle Ages. Correct. Neo-feudalism. And, and a new style of feudalism, very, very updated feudalism, uh, modern technology type of feudalism, because then everything is done online. Everybody will have a computer. Everybody will hook up to the Internet. And, I mean, they're already talking about voting for the president online. You saw that, right? I did. Boy, talk about fraud. Yeah. Okay. Um, almost you're talking about Russia with 100% of the vote going for one person possibility probably won't do that because they'll they'll look too fake but they can still fake the numbers um that means polling places they've already baton rouge is already or louisiana is already closed all the polling places they don't know when they're going to be reopened again for voting um they say june but you know what i don't believe it because they'll still be around and possibly in june or remnants of it um In other words, let's put it to the the T, our life as an American citizen or as an American naturalized citizen or whatever is drastically changed forever. It will not revert back ever again. Um, It it just won't. You will not be able to put the cat back in the bag of what's happening now. It will not happen. You're such an alarmist and a damn conspiracy theorist, but I agree with you. And I'm not being an alarmist. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm joking. A... I'm, I'm tongue-in-cheek, because that's what people are I'm saying to me when I say this. Yeah. I'm being very, very practical. I'm prepared for the change. A lot of people are not. I was prepared before this hit, because you and I have been talking about it for 20 years. Yeah, exactly. 30 years. Okay. Um, Vance, we need to hold on for a second. Hold on. We blew by our last break. I just need to mention the last part of this program is brought to you by Noble Gold. They will help you with asset reallocation. And if you keep all your money in the bank, you're going to end up like my mom's side of the family did. When she was a little girl, went from riches to rags, 
You don't want to be in that position. Reallocate and do it now. Call the good people at Noble Gold. I use them. I'm a customer. 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. We're on the line here with Vance Davis, formerly of the NSA. And Vance, I could not agree with more with everything you have said tonight. And uh, the bottom line is, are we ever going to see the restoration of our civil liberties? Because you know we're going to lose them in the near future. Is this a permanent dictatorship? What, where do you see this going? I don't think it'll, it will never be called a dictatorship. I don't think they'll ever use that word. They'll come up with a new word like they have for other words, for other things. Uh, it will not be, a, it'll be a form, I think it'll be a form of fascism, um, which has a form of dictatorship in it. We'll still have a representative government, but not to the point that we have now. Uh, and I, I don't know when that will happen. That may happen within the next year. I think I told you in 2019, be ready for 2020 because a lot of changes are coming. You I think did. I told you, you that. You said it. Yeah, that's right. You said it right here on this show. Yeah. And it's happening. And those changes are hard to put back in the box. Um, I believe that there's going to be a dis, uh, distribution control over our food and other products that go to market. Food is a weapon liquor. and control of the government. How do you like that? And so, so is liquor. Um, I think they're they're going to have control over transportation in the way of planes. I think they're going to end up probably somewhat controlling our airline industries and our production industry to a point, although they're still privately owned, the government has a say like they do in France over what happens. I think that's going to happen. Um, it, it just, and, and what ha- what's sad, the civil liberties is... <laughs> When you get stopped by a police officer in the future or a person that's in the authority, you better stop because they will have the right to shoot you if you turn your back on them. And I do not trust some of the people. I hate to say it. I trust the men in blue. I have a lot of friends in blue, but there are some of them that would rather shoot you in the back than deal with you. That's just the way it is. That's how they are. That's how they're wired because you're turning your back on them and you don't want to talk to them. They get angry. They get mad and they, over they kind of get crazy now there are other people that civilians like you and me that get the other way <laughs> um you know so i put it this way uh, major cities man i tell you what the gangs are going to be a problem dave and that's because i know for a fact again i'm going to say this because it's recently come out and now if you notice my seriousness is more than what it usually is they are shipping out military-grade weapons, including grenade launchers, to police forces and to major cities in the country. San Francisco has a shipment already come to them. L.A. has several shipments that have went to them. Um, I know that uh, Baton Rouge and New Orleans has gotten some shipped into them, and it's for emergency purposes. But, you know, and, and I don't know if you saw there's military movement going on. In other words, train loads of, of uh Afghan material like cars, mm-hmm. Humvees, stuff like that, water trucks. Oh, yeah. Tell me this. Tell me this, right Vance. Uh, one of my uh, ex-players called me on the phone. He's stuck in rush hour traffic. He's trailing a number of Humvee military vehicles, and he's stuck behind them. So he's going okay. stop and go, stop and go. And these Humvees were exiting Interstate 10 inside of Phoenix. 
every exit, one per exit, this one would go off, the next one would go off. What were they doing? That's called the exeter. And that is to, okay, so they want to control transportation. One thing we didn't talk about, I, I was scared to bring it up, but I, I'm, I'm bringing it up with you. Because I travel to work now. I, I'm, I work with hotels and stuff, okay? And we do all their Wi-Fi and stuff. Hotels are hurting now, by the way. And my wife works for Celebrity, and you know shipping has stopped. Yes. All cruising has stopped, okay? Uh, now, she's still working right now because they have to answer the phones, but there are no ships sailing any cruise ship sailing in the world right now, none. Um, but hotels are hurt, planes are hurt. There's going to be an interstate control of transportation. Do you know what that means? Um, well, I heard that Trump, Trump was going to stop interstate travel last Sunday and was talked out of it at the last minute. It's a reliable source. Yeah. I suspect it has something to do with that, does it? It does for the major major highways, not the state highways. The states on charge of us, but 10, 12, 55, any major funded by the federal government could be on lockdown for interstate travel, except for essential goods, which would be a lot of the trucking. And he's having talks with the truck trucking union right now, and the trains because that affects the trains as well um, to cross between states. That will affect you. If you have family member in Texas, that will stop you from going to Texas to visit your family member because it's not essential. Work-wise, you might. If, you, if you're a traveling salesman, you may not or may not you may be able or may not be able to travel. So it's going to open all that up. And it's interstate travel that we're talking between states because Governor Cuomo has already talked about quietly about what would it take to shut down the borders in New York from New Jersey to New York, the tunnels to stop people from coming into New York. You've heard that, right? Yes. Okay. So there's already discussions going on, but that is so huge that you have to have, uh, you have to have the might of the military to do that. And that's what those Exeter is for. To control the exits. Now, already in the northern states, they already have gates on the exits and on the highways because of snow. You knew that, right? Yeah, I do. So it's just a matter of when do they get to that point? I believe if things keep ramping up the way they are, and they're not telling us everything through the news, I'm having to find stuff out through sources that are not normal, Dave, and that's why I'm talking with you, and I, pre I agreed to talk with you on this. They are not reporting all the deaths and all the sickness that they have in the hospitals because they haven't tested everybody. I would suspect that the sickness from the coronavirus is 10 times higher than what they're reporting. I would agree with that. I think it's entirely likely. Uh, wow, what a mess. That means that's 30,000 people. And of those that, those of those that are actually sick, and probably another 30,000 of those that have it that aren't showing symptoms that are spreading it. Now, the projections that I read, 3 million are going to die in America. That, that would not, that, man, that's, yeah. And, and what's that do to our economy? Tanks it. We're, we're tanking ourselves right now. You know, I, I'm going to give you a little conspiracy theory here, okay? Um, I'm not okay. saying the globalists planned this. I don't know. Uh, they certainly had motive, and I'll tell you why. 
if you can't use money because it can carry coronavirus, and if the banks crash because you know cash is worthless and we go the way of the Weimar Republic, then what's next? Digital currency. And this is what the globalists want to introduce, to have a one-world digital currency. I mean, how convenient. Well, look at, look at uh, Chase Bank. Or Capital One is now creating physical banks. But they're all digital currency. Am I right? I you don't know. Well, no, you, you still get cash on. from your bank there, yeah. Yeah, you can. But Vimo, what's Vimo? Do you know what Vimo is? That's that new card? Yes. It's all digital. It's all digital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay. There's a gold-backed digital a Visa card coming out, too. Right. So digital banking's been around in Europe for 35 years. Most people don't know that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I agree with you. Is it a conspiracy theory or is it a movement? So I'll tell you something I know about the globalist. I don't think they're smart enough to plan a lot of this, but they are smart enough to use real events. I agree. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's exactly how I see it. They're smart enough to use the events to their advantage. And that's what they're doing. I agree. Could not agree with you more. Well, Vance, we're going to have to stay in touch because I want to have you back on sooner rather than later because the events of the coronavirus are moving so quickly and the happenings are happening so quickly. Um, you know, we've got the federal government allegedly coming out with actions by Friday. We'll have to wait and see. So I'll be in touch. Vance, I want to thank you for joining us. You're coming to us from Louisiana, right? I am living in Baton Rouge, Louisiana right now, yes. How long are you going to be there? Uh, I'm not moving anytime soon at this point. Okay. Um, that may change. I'll let you know if it does. But And I, I just say, you and I talked about how the coronavirus could be used uh, not not a month ago. I know, I know, and here it is. Here it is. I mean, people just got to pull it up. I'm going to pull up the other interview we did and put these side by side. Hey, look, Vance, we're out of time, my friend. I got to scoot, but thank you so much for your time. Uh, Very informative. I appreciate you having the courage to come on. Thanks a lot. Yeah, keep your minds open, your eyes open, too. Yeah, and keep your guns loaded. See you later, Vance. Thank you. To everybody else, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.